0: This um, this month is pretty special. Um, and I was just kind of, as I was praying and preparing for this weekend, I was just thinking how, man, um, this is a, this is, some things are lining up right now. So number one, we're in a series called Ask for the Moon, in which the moon represents the impossible or those things that you cannot do outside of uh, the power of God. Um, and then, we're in easter season so easter is in a few weeks which you know represents everything impossible you're talking about christ who rose from the dead and and then um personally i I don't mean to be selfish about this but they celebrated me at the 9 a.m but um like i said i was i was preparing i'm like man this is pretty cool tomorrow's okay not a big deal but y'all are probably tomorrow's my birthday so um yes thank you love you all i'm 25 years young, and um, praise the Lord for that. Um, But it's just, you know, birthday, ask for the moon, Easter, and it's just like, you know, when, you know, I feel like we're just in a season where we're we're able to ask God for just about anything. Um, I'm leaning into a few pastors and mentors of mine. Um, They're not really talking about this right now, Um, but I feel like God is telling our church specifically that this is the season that if you're going to pray big it needs to be now and you got about 27 days to do so um, or 26 days or so but I I, I, I don't want you to leave here and check the box like I did church and I'm gonna go to brunch I'm gonna go to lunch and now I don't want you to check the box I really want your faith to be built up today and so, honestly, with, with the series and Easter and my birthday, I'm asking for everything God owns. See, y'all already treat me like 9 o'clock. Y'all already acting like 9, and it just makes me preach longer, and I go harder. But the more you respond, the shorter I am. So, you know, half y'all sleep, and it's like... Oh. so anyway but you want a lot of stuff so here it is so i'm just i'm 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 going for it this month i'm writing it down i'm like lord but the things you've done you've already done enough lord if you don't do nothing else like you've done enough and then the holy spirit's like stop that right stop that 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 that's that's easy to hide behind it's like I've heard preachers say before, and we all we all agree with it. I'm a sinner, and if all Jesus did was down the cross for me, He's done enough already. In the crowd. Ah, yay. And I fully agree. <laughs> fully agree. But your boy's still alive, yeah. and I got you know what I'm saying. I fully agree. I'm grateful. We're grateful. We can't wait to meet him, hug him, praise him, worship him, all that on our knees. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. But while I'm on this earth, I, I can't I can't just that ain't exciting enough every day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good. I'm grateful. I'm safe. But there's more to it than that. Someone say there's more to it. There's more to it. There's more to it. It's the most important thing, but there's more to it. You know, and so, but what I've come to find out in um, a little bit over 15 years of following Christ is that you can ask God for anything. That's what this, that's what the series is about. Ask God for anything. He said last week in Isaiah, in the message translation, he said, Ask me extravagantly. Ask me for anything. Ask me for the moon. Anything in the Hebrew means anything. You can ask them for any, anything. But what I've come to find out in 15 years is that it's how you frame it. It's how you frame it. You can ask them for anything, but you can't ask them any kind of way. And you understand this as a parent, right? Like it's, um, yeah, so they can ask you for, for anything, but it's, it's um, they can't come and be like, Daddy, Ma, I want this and I want it now. And they're just gonna get like the cold shoulder. Good for you. Sit there and whine about it, and you walk out. You know what I'm talking about, you know. You can't. uh, No, there's a way you frame it. They either get a cold shoulder or they get they get a you know. uh, Okay, they get a. I'm not down south. Let's go. Come Come on. Yes, come on, mama, come on. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I know it's a tough crowd. It's a tough crowd, because we just want to, yes, amen, thank you, thank you, sister. It's, just, hey, baby you, and, and we go kiss you? Wait, well, no, no, you get this belt. <laughs> just sit down somewhere. I got a verse. It's in Proverbs. That belt will save them from hell I ain't said he said it) at it it will man that belt saved me from a lot growing up y'all don't want to talk y'all too busy trying to be their friend Mm-mm. anyway i'm gonna keep it moving nine o'clock treated me the same way y'all scared to respond that's all right i'm gonna go for a whole hour all right all right what was that Take off the belt. Uh, yeah i know I, I won't do it on y'all y'all grown y'all jump on me all right but it's how you frame it, and like with your with your parents growing up, it was it was how you came in, right? Some of you you you, you want to go from a D to a C, right? And but you need you need some extra credit work or something, and so you, you're already thinking about that that email to that professor, and you're like, dang it, how do I? It's how you frame it. Um, um, Your supervisor, you want some extra vacation time and you know you've already tapped out and you got to send that email, have the conversation. It's it's how you frame it that that determines the uh, the 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 results. And so I was thinking about this. If I were to say, hey, I love serving with you and I just want to give you this as a gift. Right, uh, We serve in our church together, and I just want to give you this as a gift and remembrance of all that the Lord has done through us together over the past six months. And I say, hey, I want to give you a gift. <laughs> and you open it, and this pops out. And I say, hey, Trevor, it, look at all the Lord is doing through us together. I just want to gift you with this. You're going to look at him and be like, Ugh. Uh, anyone got any scissors? <laughs> right? This, this, is, this, is not, this is not... Like, what happened when you, when you did this? But this is how some of our prayers look. To God. All right, we'll come to God, and, and we will come with no faith. We'll come to God, and, and we will come... Um, no, we'll, we'll go to Humans. All right, then we'll say, Well, you know, this is going on, uh, 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 uh. and it's with the hopes that God is listening in as we're talking to man. It's like, Yeah, this is what's going on in my life, but you know what I mean, <laughs> right? God, God's like, uh, But, but there now, Trevor, if I gave this to you, say, Oh man, let's celebrate all that God has done with us together. You, you, you would love that, right? You take this, you put it in your room, you hang it in your office, and it's all because of how it's framed. Right? And so I want to teach you today um, to frame it and to frame it well, the desires of your heart. Those, those things you're going through, those giants you're up against. Today, I want to teach you how to frame it. Why is this important? It's important because they say that framing, go ahead and write this down, helps to create the desired response when a viewer looks at the image. It helps to create the desired response when a viewer looks at the image. Right? There's a desired response you've been trying to get from God but you're not getting it because you're not framing it well. You're talking to people. You're complaining. We lack gratitude. But when we frame it the right way, you will see over time that God will move in a way that you've always longed for him to move. That's good. Right? So there, there are certain things we should go to man about then there are certain things we should go to God about, right? And it's all in the framing. Someone say frame it. That's the title of the message. So this series is called Ask for the Moon. And if you're taking notes, I simply want to encourage you, go ahead and write this down. Asking for the moon is asking God to do the impossible in your life. And your impossible looks different than mine's. Right. You contextualize it. I need you to catch this. Jesus said those who have ears to hear hear." meaning listen with your spiritual ears. I have a whole list of things I'm praying about. Matter of fact, Trevor texted me the other day. He uh, we were. uh, What day was that Trevor checking on his pastor? You want cool points with God? Check on your pastor. (laughs) Don't skip him. Don't dip out on them. Check on them. So I say, check on your pastor. Check on your pastor. <laughs> yeah, check on them. He said, "My man, happy Friday. How are you?" I said, "Doing well. How are you?" Same. Almost done with work. Then I have another round of training. What are you praying for in this season? And I said, "Ho ho ho!" <laughs> I responded a couple hours later. Wow. I'm praying for a lot. I'm praying big, sorry, for a lot of things this month. My list is different from your list. My list, not to compare, but my list is crazy. I'm asking like a spoiled child. It is off the chain, right? Yours may be different. Yours can be, Lord, may, may I have peace this week at work, right? That has been an impossibility for you as of late. That's great. Pray that. Lord, may my my spouse and I agree. Uh, Help us build trust. Help us find a counselor. That is great. Whatever it is, you need to pray for it during this season. And it is my job to help you and to teach you how to frame your prayers. Number one, let me encourage you. Frame it with prayer. Frame it with prayer. What is it? The desires of your heart. The impossible things you're asking God to do. That which you cannot do on your own. Frame it with prayer. Every Friday is date day for my wife and I. It used to be Monday nights, it's Friday. So we take about 20 minutes every Friday. I don't want to take any more than that because I want to enjoy my day. I don't want to work on our marriage too much. I just want to enjoy the day. No, I I need this I need this time. I wanna have fun. I wanna talk about this stuff. All right. Most men don't, but you have to. And so what we do, and this is what prayer is, what we do is, and we've agreed on two things. Number one, you have to listen. You have to listen with an open heart. Number two, you have to agree that what I'm saying is right. And that goes both ways. I have to listen at you and I have to agree that what you're saying is right. You're not trying to belittle me. You're not trying to put me down. We have the same name on our chest. We have the same name on the back. We're married. And we're trying to win the championship. And when you're on a team, there's feedback. Right. Right. There's feedback. You need to know where you need to improve. I need to know where I need to improve. Another reason this is important is because your spouse is the voice of God for your growth. And this is why you're called to honor your spouse. They hold a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. They should have a lot of value in your life because if they see something about your life, it's the Holy Spirit speaking through them to you. They're your first line of defense, your spouse. Okay, so I agree and I will change. So I speak, she listens. She speaks, I listen. We agree. That is prayer. Simply put, if you're writing notes, number one, uh, it's not number one, just write this down. Prayer is a dialogue. It's a discussion. It's not just I speak and I leave. No, we ought to talk to the Lord and take a moment to sit still Mm -hmm. to hear from God. But this is the thing. A lot of times when we pray, God is speaking when we're done. Mm -hmm. He responds, but we don't recognize his voice because we don't understand the word of God. Mm -hmm. We don't read it. We're not in it. We're on social media. Hours. The average American spends four hours a day on social media. If we would convert a little bit of that time to scripture, when we pray, we begin to hear his voice because God speaks from his word. Right, it's, it's a language that you have to learn and so it's a dialogue it's a dialogue and so you frame it with prayer prayer is your frame and there are a lot of different different dynamics to prayer this is how Jesus put it Matthew 6 verse 6 he says this here he says but Matthew 6 verse 6 but when you pray here it is when you pray so there's an expectation when you're a Christian that you pray Yeah. when not if when you pray okay Go by yourself. Shut the door behind you. So get away from everyone. Well, that's date day, right? We're away. We're driving. We're at breakfast. We're at coffee. It's just me and you. The kids aren't here. We're, we're not talking about the church. We're not talking about that situation. I'm not talking about my message. What's up with me and you? That, that's prayer. Me and you. You and the Lord. And pray to your Father. I love this. Father. Father. A lot of us are confused. We think that God is some um, cosmic gas, some cosmic killjoy. He's just kind of up there waiting to kill our joy. No, no, God is a father, right? And so fathers love, fathers lean in, fathers want to hear from you, fathers are interested, fathers want to bless, fathers want to provide fathers want to protect pray to your father all right in 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 private so another thing about this is he wants your undivided attention it's not this hey child you know like life is just so tough you know and i just God's like i don't want child in this discussion i want me and you me and you child can't do nothing for you child can give you a little money child give you a little food child can pray for you child can support you but the one who can do the miracle is not child it's me he can't do the miracle if i use him to do it cool but it's me who i can do it in private then your father who sees everything will reward you so really prayer is an is an act of faith. Prayers isn't just talking. I got to get alone. I got to talk. I got to be prepared to tell. I have to prepare my prayer. I got to know what I'm praying about. So actually, when you ask me what am I praying for, I, like I said, I got a whole list. Yep. So when I'm going into prayer, I'm not just, Lord, thank you. <laughs> thank <Right. sighs> you. Don't y'all do it? Y'all do it. I do it. But when I'm prepared, I got my list, and it's right there. Father God, I pray that we would break 500 this Easter. Y'all ain't get excited about that. Lord, I'm, I'm praying, Lord, that you would heal that person's cancer. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God who heals. God, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm praying, Lord. I'm, I'm praying, Lord. I, I wish, God. I, I pray that you would bless, you know, just just specific prayer. And you, you don't put a time on it. You just spend time with the Lord. Two things here that really stick out with what Jesus says. Number one, the word pray, if you're taking notes, means to wish. But when you pray, when you wish, when you request, go by yourself. Shut the door behind you. And make your wishes known to your father in private. It is not a sin to wish. It is not a sin to wish and to request big things from God. He is not intimidated. Matter of fact, he's ready to go. And then the word reward, if you're taking notes in the Greek, means to return something sweet who sees everything will return something sweet into your life. And and the sweetness comes either in the moment of prayer or it comes later. The sweetness. Sometimes the sweetness is not the tangible result. It is first when you're in prayer, spiritual. So when you pray, you all know this to be true. When you really pray, there's a strength that, that courses through your soul. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Spirit. You also know this to be true. There's a, a peace or an assurance that everything's going to work out. Yes. You don't know how, but Paul calls it um, a peace that surpasses all understanding. You, you, you've you thought on it all week. You wrote it out. You planned it out. It still doesn't make sense. So now you go to prayer, and the sweetness he releases in your soul is that assurance. That God is working and that it's going to be okay. So there's a sweetness in that moment. And then there's a sweetness when he actually handles and takes care of the situation tangibly. And so you got to frame it in prayer. You don't just go about life. I I want to encourage you. You need to pray every single day. Day. You should take at least three, four or five minutes to stop and pray I pray in that office when I'm, when I'm here every single day I'm here for at least 10 minutes yeah. at least 10 minutes there was a there was a, 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 an experience I had so profound it was about three or four months ago I was praying and the spirit of the Lord came into that office and he just started and he, here's the sweetness he started to say, "Son, I am so proud of you." And, 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 and man, I'm, I'm in there balling like a baby, right? I've received affirmation from my heavenly father, from my mom, from, from people, from you all, from my wife. But there's nothing like when your father, when, when your father who is in heaven comes and visits you and tells you, I am so proud of you. I love you. I'm with you. But you don't get it. Unless you get alone, right in private, amen, and in prayer, yeah. right. and oh man, it, it's so you got to frame it with prayer. God, God wants your undivided attention, and and I also want to encourage you with this: He's working on the reward. Yeah. Right. He, he's working on it. He's he, he's 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 working on it. Once again, when you're a parent, you know this to be true. You know when their birthday's coming. You know when Christmas is coming. You know when you want to surprise them with that thing that they've been wanting for a long time. There's a time where they they request it, you work on it, and then it comes to pass. God is the same way. Number two, I want to encourage you to frame it with God's promises. Frame your requests with the promises of God. Uh, Pastor Chow, can I get that Bible? Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Um, (laughs) So the first time we did this series was in 2019. And it must have been a season where I promised the kids that we would go to Dave and Buster's. And so I remember saying this in 2019. It's the analogies here. Um, Jay said, Dad, (laughs) you promised you would take us to Dave and Buster's. Can we go to Dave and Buster's? And as a parent, you got two responses, two options. You can either get real mean, say, "I'm tired, we ain't going," or you can breathe for a second. You know it's <sighs> real. And say, "I did promise that." I said we'll go at five, but we'll go at seven. You just need a little bit more time to go. But what what here it is, this is the takeaway. What you gotta learn to do is you gotta learn to repackage God's promise into prayers. Right. You gotta learn to reap you gotta learn to repackage God's promise into prayers. And what I've come to find out is this, is that God's word is his promise. God's word, I'm going to work this out, frame it with his promises. We're also saying frame your prayers with his word. So you can ask for anything, but it has to be in the context of what he's already promised. Now, Joshua Joshua 21:45. He says this here. Here it is. Going to pull that up. Joshua 21:45. Not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken, someone say spoken, spoken. came true. Someone say single one. single one. Not a single one was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken had come true. This is the good news. God has spoken. God has spoken. This is the revealed will of God for your life, my life, your life, my life, your life, my life. He has already spoken. I have to learn to frame it with what he is spoken. 2 Timothy. Hold on, Trevor. 2 Timothy 3.16. Here it is. It says, All Scripture is God-breathed. Follow me, please. This is where I need y'all to wake up. All Scripture is god breathe. All Scripture is God-breathed. When you speak, you breathe out. All Scripture is God-breathed. I love the CEV translation. 2 Timothy 3.16 CEV. Everything in the Scriptures is God's Word. You got to speak promises. Yep. I will do this. Yep. I promise this. Everything in the scripture is God's word. I remember uh, summer 2014, um, Jay-Z, my oldest son, good friend Jason Gale. Chris, we came up from Florida to scout this great state. In this great region, the DMV, um, God had given my wife a dream that led us into the area. I used to think that Highlight was going to start in Delaware, but God stirred us to Maryland. And, um, and then my heart and my burden for diversity was also there. So after some research and prayer, we came to Maryland. And I knew that we were in the right state. But I couldn't, I couldn't tell which city. And so I thought it was Silver Spring. So one day uh, we went to a park in Silver Spring and Jason and Chris took Jay to a playground and I I saw a a patch of trees. I went over to those trees and I said, God, I know, I believe I'm in the right place, but you haven't revealed your will. And God said, but oh, I, I have. And he said, what I need you to do is I need you to frame it. I need you to Google spreading the gospel verses. And I did. And a lot of verses popped up, but these are the three I remember. And, and, and once I framed it, everything became clear. The answer came. The move of God came right there in that part. Once I framed it. And these are the verses that came up. Mark 16, verse 15. I don't know, Trevor. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back to basic teachings. Is is this good? Does this make sense? Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. right. I don't know. I don't know. You hearing this, Aaron? Is is this making sense? Are y'all with me? Because I don't know. I could teach baptism. I could teach repentance. I could do. Okay, I'm trying to build our faith. You understand something? So I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the park, and and here it is. Go into all the world. Someone say world, and preach the good news to everyone. Someone say everyone. everyone. All right. All right. All right. That's the start. Okay. Matthew 28, 19. This was the next one that popped. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations. Someone say nations. 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 All right. First Timothy 2, 3 through 4 says this. This is good and pleases God our Savior. Verse 4 says this. Who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Someone say Everyone. everyone. All right. I read those verses and the Holy Spirit said this. He said, you're in the right state. You choose the city. And I'm going to bless it anyway. He said, it doesn't matter. You, Silver Spring, you do it, I'm going to grow it. Gaithersburg, Baltimore, wh- wherever you want, College Park, wherever you want to go, I'll bless it. Wherever you want to go. Why? Because we framed it. The the common theme of all those verses is nations. Everyone. Anyone. You got to frame it. So when you don't know what to pray for, I mean, let me help you. When you read your Bible this week, watch God. I, I, I preached a sermon back in the day. It's called Golden Nuggets Under Your Nose. You call it. They're golden. I can turn anywhere in this Bible and find a promise. Right. Oh my god, I didn't I'm in Mark. This is easy sauce. i <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll, I'll give you the subtitles. Jesus Heals a Man with Leprosy. Come on. Jesus heals a paralyzed man. Jesus calls Levi. I, I found healing. I found healing. I found purpose. I mean, Jesus heals. I, come on. I, I found the crowds follow Jesus. Jesus chooses the 12 apostles. That's purpose. Jesus cast out demons. That's freedom and deliverance. You can turn to any page in this Bible and there's your framework. You know, we we be out here ordering DoorDash yeah, praying, praying that they put salt on the food. <laughs> That's weak sauce. That's weak. Th- 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 this is the season, man. Pray for it. That's good. Pray for it. There's a, a professor in Pepperdine uh, a couple years ago. He took the Bible and for... One and a half years, eighteen months. He 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 um, he dissected it, and he said, "What he discovered, <laughs> this blew my mind." God has made, from Genesis to Revelation, God has made seven thousand four hundred and eighty-seven promises to you. Seven thousand four hundred and eighty-seven promises to you 7487s i will yep. promises to you and my 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 thing is this if if we would just get out of out of the trap of And if we would, once again, exchange a little bit of this with with some of this, I I have a theory. I think your level of peace would rise. I think, yeah, yeah, I think your level of joy, I think your, your whole junk, I'm tripping, I went back to the hood. Your whole deal would change how you go about life, yeah. Yeah. your expectation, yes. your level of faith, your prayer life would change, how you father would change, how you parent would change, yeah. how, how your man, you, you, it, it if, if we would exchange a little bit of this, yeah. with a little bit of this. Yeah. You got to frame it with... With his promises, I told the nine o'clock. I said, "Man, if I showed y'all my list, half of y'all would want to admit me <laughs> into a psych ward." You got to get crazy with the Lord. Come on. Yeah. You got you got to get crazy, and you you can't just ask and not live like an astronaut. That That's next week, living like an astronaut. I remember when I first came to the Lord, I started praying for my dad. My dad was 69 years old. And this man should write a book. He should have a lifetime movie. His whole deal, man. Just, and I started praying for him. Um, and I said, Jesus, I want you to reach his heart. I want you to save him. And so... I prayed for him for a year because a lot of y'all, y'all go say, Pastor, I, I framed it with prayer. I, I read the word of God. I put a few of his promises in there. Easter was great. The resurrection power of Easter. We got candy and baskets for Easter. And, and then now it's April 24th. you gonna say, Pastor, it ain't happened. Right. He was 69 years old. Because next week, the last point is put in the time. So you can pray, but you, you can't just pray it once. And you can't just pray it for a month. You can't just pray it for three months. You can't just pray it for a year. There are some things you got to go you gotta go in on for years, year. And you can't, we can clap this up, and you can't give up on, you can't, you can't. 73 years old, 75, I'm still praying. I'm six years into the Lord. 77, 78, 79. Ten years of praying for my father, asking for the moon for him to meet Christ. He finally came to Christ, and it took him going 700 miles away from home. I had to take that brother from Florida to Maryland, get him in a hotel hotel pool, and then we finally dipped him. Ten years, and a lot of us, we give up in ten days. We give up way too soon. Put in the time. Jason, come play me out. I want, I want to share a cool story with us. Joshua assumed leadership over Israel about 1,400 years before the birth of Christ. He was leading the children of God into the promised land. And so this, he was leading 2 million people. And um, so that's 2 million opinions, it's about a half a million kids. Um, there's there's some inconsistency throughout the camp. So God had to speak to him and encourage him with these words. Okay, and so we're still in framing it with God's promises. Watch this. This is crazy. God tells him this in Joshua 1 verse 3. He says this, Joshua 1 verse 3. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. You will be on land I have given you. Verse 5 says this. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Man, right now, my, my faith meter is like... Because oh, promise, promise number one. I'll be with you as I was with Moses, number two. Number three, I will not fail you. Number four, I will not abandon you. There are four promises in one verse. Now, here's the deal. Joshua took these promises. And so this happened. This is history. This, this happened. It's crazy. He framed, he framed his request with the promises of God. They're in the middle of a battle. The Amorites are getting away. Joshua needs a little bit more sunlight to defeat them. And so Joshua takes the frame which is the word of God, he takes the frame in the middle of that battle. And my seasoned believers, you know this. You know this story. Joshua 10 says this here. Verse 12. On the day the Lord gave the Israelites victory over the Amorites, Joshua prayed to the Lord in front of all the people of Israel. Someone say prayed. Prayed. He prayed. He wished. He requested. He went after God. Next, verse 13 says this. He said, here it is, let the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of Ajalon. See, see y'all thought I'd just, I'd just create cute names for series. That's two weeks in a row now. Guys, you know, the moon. Ask for the moon. All right, verse 13. Says this. So the sun stood still and the moon stayed in place until the nation of Israel had defeated its enemies. Verse 13 again, keep going. It says this here Is this event not recorded in the book of Joshua? The sun stayed in the middle of the sky and it did not set as on a normal day. Hold on, wait. Lord, I'm a, I need more time. God? No one to be able to stand against me? Stop the sun. Stop the moon. I need more time. You won't fail me or abandon me? Stop the sun. Stop the moon. I'm framing it. You said you're with me. I, I'm, I'm in the frame. I'm, I'm in the frame. I'm in the frame. I'm in the frame. You can get as creative as you want in the frame. One of the worst things you can do is um become routine in your prayer life. God likes a little poetry. I need to go down. Oh, okay, all right. I'm sorry, Lord. Okay, verse 14. Here it is. There has never, I wonder why, Trevor. There has never been a day like this one before or since when the Lord answered such a prayer because ain't no one prayed like this since. Since. Oh here. Oh, come on, church. I. Jason, can I preach like this ever again? If you want to. If I want to. If you to. Do they do they get will they go home and pray like Joshua? I hope so I pray. Am I hearing any hand claps? Any affirmation? I mean man I poured my heart out last night I look I said God this this is the one for them but if they ain't in the room they just wasted an hour and a half there is am I, am I blocking y'all sorry there has never been a day like this before or since because ain't no one prayed like that God in heaven like is it going to be this year? Can I stop the moon again? <laughs> the Lord answered such a prayer. Surely the Lord fought for Israel. That's why I say, if I share my list with y'all, y'all would be like, he crazy. He thinking too big. Let, let me run some things down for you. Psalm 112 is the promise to bless your children. Right. Deuteronomy one eight. God says, I'll never abandon you. Philippians 4.19 is the promise to provide for you. John 3.16 is the promise of eternal life. I can pray all up in there. All up in there. All up in there. If God says, I'll provide it for you, and you you think the dream he puts on your heart is too big, you can say, Lord, Philippians 4.19. You promise this. It may be too big in my mind, but it's not too big for you. You own, you own everything. I need y'all to faith it up. Faith it up. Faith it up. It's not too big for God. It might be too big for you, but it's not too big for God. this isn't just for some pastor guys this isn't just for Joshua it's for you and the devil has told you for too long shut up right. yeah. don't even think about asking God for that and, and that that's why when you know faith is in your heart that's why you're afraid to put them together because you're like that sounds good But I don't know. Stop. God wants to do something different in your life. God is the God of a thousand generations. If mom and dad missed it, you don't have to. But we make it so easy on Satan. And all he plants is a word. Shut up. God is saying, learn the frame. Ask them. Your parents have even told you you can't do that. But the Lord laid it in your heart. Now, who has the final word? It was the people I love the most who said, you crazy. Don't do it. I showed him the frame. Oh, my God. Numbers 2319 says this. God is not like people who lie. God is not a human who changes his mind. Whatever he promises, he does. He speaks, and it is done. I'll tell you why you can approach the throne of grace with boldness this week. I want you to pray crazy, and I promise watch him move. He's going to move in the week. He's going to move in the year. You're going to come back five years from now and say, Pastor, we still get these stories today from three years ago. Pastor, in the first Ask for the Moon series, It finally came in 2021. It came in the middle of the pandemic because he honors faith. Why? Number one, I want you to ask because God loves you. God loves you. It'll come up eventually. God loves you. Write that down. God loves you. He's a father. There's nothing that he won't do for you. The Bible says, if he gave Christ won't he also give us everything else? <laughs> Can't wait. It's Easter season. Y'all, y'all better ask now because the next series is anointed. And I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. So then we gotta, um, we gotta settle in. <laughs> Get it now. He loves you. If he gave you his son, won't he give you everything else? God, number two, wants to bless you that's important when you go to prayer you have to go you gotta go in he wants to bless me he wants to move especially in this crazy world he wants to move he wants to release the scholarship he wants to open the door he wants to heal you he wants to restore the marriage he wants to bless you why for his glory for God's glory it's all for his glory. Second Corinthians says this, for no matter, <laughs> I'll put a number, I don't know how accurate this guy is, how right he is about it, we'll know when we get to heaven. For no matter how many 7,487 promises that God has made, they are yes in Christ." And so through him, the amen. When you say amen, what you're saying is let it be so in my life. If you want God to bless your McDonald's, he will. (laughs) But if you want him to do biblical proportion, he can do that too. Let it be so in my life. But why? It is spoken by us to the glory of God. It's so that people, when they see your life, they'll see the hand of Christ. so he, he you gotta ask big because this boils down to eternity used to be an alcoholic I'm well, not anymore well, I still struggle with it you don't have to and now they have hope because God has given you the moon used to be depressed suicidal I'm strong now I'm wiser. I'm fulfilled. Now they can have hope. Because for years you've been asking God for the moon. He wants to do it. Right now I, this this was a church series back in the day. We're asking for land. In Frederick, Maryland. We're asking for land in Bethesda. We're asking for land in Rockville. We're asking for land in Baltimore. We're at I told you, if I showed you my list, you better ask.